John Fowles from The Walking Dead and Avengers Infinity War, and you're listening to Real Pop Culture Podcast. Real Pop Culture, episode 93. We're chipping away at them on our road to 100. I want to give a big shout out to our good friend Sean, SKF, helping me uh, redo our intro music. Our old intro music, of course, said Kill Pop Culture, but we got real with Real Pop Culture. And we had to go redo our intro music, and um, three years ago, maybe, when I did that, uh, for the show, I didn't think to save the master files so that I could just go in and redo the voiceovers. Plus, it kind of always bothered me that it didn't have real guitars in it. Me being a musician, I'd used the, uh, I'd used loops, uh, and I really wanted real guitars in there. So that was Sean playing the guitar. We put everything together this past weekend. And I did save the files this time. Not that I plan on changing the name again, but if y'all hear it and think I need to tweak something, at least we got the old files to go back to. Got a big announcement to make. We are going to be giving away, on the road to 100 here, we're going to be giving away a Deadpool mask. I know if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, you know that Germ makes masks. And he's an award-winning cosplay. What did we? What was that word we made up? Cosplay Smith. He won a trophy for some of his work that he did at TupeloCon, and he's got a Deadpool mask that he's going to donate for us to do a giveaway. And the way you can win that mask is to call our voicemail line six six two. 305-9783 leave us a voicemail tell us you want that Deadpool mask and just leave us uh, you know tell us anything you want to tell us ask us anything you want to ask us that's what the voicemail line's for speaking of cool stuff surprises and giveaways I got a package in the mail today from our friends at Graphic Audio Graphic Audio is best described by their slogan actually Whoever came up with that, their official slogan or logo in their advertising department deserves a, a big high five because uh, that's really what it is. It's a movie in your mind. And what I mean by that is, <clears throat> well, take me for example, I'm a, I drive a lot. I'm a commuter. And also, despite my physical appearance, I spend a lot of time in the gym, treadmill, elliptical, etc., so I listen to a lot of audiobooks, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and audiobooks are convenient, don't get me wrong, but sometimes, the I mean, it's just a person sitting there reading you a book, essentially, and depending on the narrator, it can be pretty, it could ruin a good book. Matter of fact, I've got a, I've got this old, old audiobook, and you know the, 
the automated voicemail uh, computer voice that's like press four help you know press five for me it, like it's so like choppy and robotic like that's the voice they have reading this book and I'm like I, I just can't do it well graphic audio it's a full audio drama like they have a full cast of each character in the story has its own voice actor and they have the sound effects and the music like if you're listening to a, a like a war zone scene like if they're having a battle you'll hear the gunshots and explosions and helicopters and it's it's really cool like i said it's it's, it's a movie for your mind perfect slogan perfect logo so they sent us a bunch of cool stuff we're going to be reviewing some of that we're going to throw that in with some of our giveaways on the road to 100 and uh so that's going to be really another really cool thing that we're doing we're also working on trying to book our 100th episode throwdown we're trying to figure that out exactly how we want to do it i, I would like to book a like a venue or a, a place where we can have maybe the bands come play We'll, of course, have the podcast there. We'll be interviewing people, recording stuff, maybe have some appearances by some of, some of our former and future guests. Um, just a, all around, just a, a shindig, a, a celebration, a throwdown. That's going to be fun. When we, when, when we iron out all the details, either way, it's going to be a good time. We're working on um, a couple of more cons. I know we're going to do something in October, something in November. Uh, working on, we're probably gonna do that confusion in November. Um, I'll g- we'll give more details about that later. But um, I want to give another huge shout out to the Edge Radio US. They've been playing this show on the air a lot. Matter of fact, uh, they've been playing it at different times to try to test. Test and see when people are listening, you know, when they're biting. Sort of like fishing. You figure out when and where they're biting, and that's where you that's where you drop a line. And they said they've been getting good numbers. Um, my favorite numbers are the ones with commas in them. And we're definitely getting some of that going, and I like it. So big shout-out to them. Go to their Facebook page, facebook.com slash livingontheedgeradious. That's Living on the Edge Radio US. I think about the Aerosmith song, Living on the Edge. So yeah, don't forget to call our call-in line, our voicemail line, 662-305-9783. We got an awesome interview coming right up with Sean South. That's a really cool dude. He's from, I say from this area. Muscle Shoals is, I don't know, maybe two and a half hours away. But a really cool dude. He's been involved in some really cool stuff, man. He's been really busy. You, you should check out his IMDb. He talks about his stuff. He's, he's, he did an Infinity War with um, The Walking Dead, of course. He was in several shows there, some iconic scenes there. Uh, just all kinds of stuff. It was, it was a really good interview, so we're going to get right into that. Tell you what a small world it is. If you go back and listen to our HorrorCon episodes... We, we were talking about um, the guys from Top End Gaming, and there was a story they were telling about these big, massive snapping pops, like these, I guess, industrial grade, if you will, those snapping pops, you throw them and they pop. Uh, he was the one that brought those. And when Germ told me he, he got this interview, I looked, at the, I looked at Sean's IMDb, and I was like, I know that guy. He looks so familiar. 
And in talking to him, I put we put two and two together, and it's like, yeah, we we already know each other. Small world, huh? But anyway, let's jump right to it. Road to 100, episode 93. Boom. I wanted to take a quick minute to tell everyone where they can find real pop culture online in what we call The List. You just made the list! Thank you, Chris Jericho. You can go to www.realpopculture.com. That's our website. You can listen to episodes right there. You can download the Podomatic app, search for Real Pop Culture. You can download and listen to episodes there. Our Facebook account is facebook.com slash realpopculturepodcast. Our Twitter is at realpopculture1. We're on Instagram. Search for us there. We're on iTunes, Google Play. You have to go to Google Play Music and then search for Real Pop Culture. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm. All episodes are re-aired on The Edge Radio US, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. You just made the list! You can go to advertisecast.com and find out how you, yes, you, can be a part of Real Pop Culture by way of advertising. You can give us a call on our voicemail line. That's area code 662-305-9783. You just made the list! And last but not least, you can always email us, popcultureforreal, that's the number four real at gmail.com. All right, we have on the line Mr. Sean South. How you doing today, man? Pretty good. How you guys doing? Oh, not too bad. You're from Muscle Shoals, right? Uh, yes, sir, the Muscle Shoals area. That's just right up the road. It's funny when you're in the southeast, uh, somebody can say they're they're an hour away from you, and you're like, hey, we're practically neighbors, man. <laughs> exactly, yeah, it's, that's the way it is down south. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I was excited to see when I was reading up on you today that you're actually a musician as well as an actor. Uh, yes, sir, I've, I've been playing pretty much since I was about four years old, and it's it's always been a love of mine, and from annoying my mom from the back seat as a kid to uh, singing at pretty much every event our school had for from I guess age I mean uh, grade five and up uh-huh. until I graduated. What uh, are you still yeah. doing music gigs like in between acting gigs and stuff? Uh, not much anymore. Um, it's more of a, a hobby than anything. You know, um, private parties like with friends and things like that. Um, I'll usually sit in and throw a few tunes down, but it's, uh, I stay pretty busy nowadays, man. It's, uh, it's like I said, it's more of a hobby, but still a, still a huge love of mine, and, uh, you know, I'm sure I'll pull it back out another time later down the road. Right. What kind of material do you, do you play? Uh, anything, I mean, mostly acoustic stuff, um, for the last probably eight to ten years. Um, anything, I've, I guess you could say from Snoop Dogg to George Strait. You wow. know, I've I've, ta- I've taken everything and put my own twist on it, and it's um, um. But you know, you got you got your classics. You know, the staples that everyone loves to hear. You know, so I try not to to mess with those too much. I try to give them you know the crowd they want. You know, as far as getting up and dancing, or you know, um, you know just taking their their husband out on the floor. You know, for a slow dance. You know, you got to give them. You got to give you know keep the staples in there. But other than that, yeah, I like to. I like to keep my variety pretty diverse. Do you do original uh, stuff too? I'm sorry. Do you do original stuff too? Like you write your own songs? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, me and um, a few other guys from around here, and then we've all kind of split up, and you know, with families and whatnot. But we still like to get together. Um, we have several originals, but just me and myself for the acoustic 
you know, I, I do have my own originals. Um, and my closer friends usually know most of those songs, so they're, they're requesting those, you know, a lot more than, you know, the covers. But um, when I go out, I'll, I'll throw them in the mix, and you know, in the middle of the set, but I don't really, you know, highlight the original you know, yeah. as much as some folks do. It's always a good feeling, though, when you go out to play live and somebody actually requests one of your own songs. It's really gratifying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually, you know, that's probably like you know, one of your good friends. You know, that they know the song. So I mean, it does make you feel good. I mean, when a stranger does it, yeah, that's that's an awesome feeling. Do you have um, Do you have anything recorded? Do you Do you have like a, an album or anything like that? Um, I've, I've got a few older pieces. A, a lot of the the newer songs. Um, newer originals and covers that I do I haven't recorded anything lately uh, my time's consumed with family number one and then my jobs so uh, it, it's you know I, I may record something down the road uh, but I, it's not really I haven't done anything as far as I've updated any of my older stuff no. Well, if you have anything on an MP3 you want to send over, we would love to play something on the air. We uh we like to spin tracks. Oh, right on! Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Um, I've, like I said, I, I've I've been dabbing, you know, dabbling around just with a few other little things and a few other people. So recording is not out of the option. You know, it's, it's not. It's, it, it will be an option soon, I'm sure, because that's just what these guys do. So, um, yeah, as soon as I get some things down, I'm glad you sent you know send you some. Good deal. Well, I know you can't probably you can't talk anything much about Ant Man or Godzilla because they're in uh, post production. Uh, in fact, I don't even think they have a release date for Godzilla yet, do they? Have they announced March that? March 2019 is all they're putting out. Have they released a, an official teaser trailer or anything? Absolutely not. I am waiting very patiently for that. Yeah, <laughs> I bet that timeline is pretty crazy from when you go on set to film something to to when it comes out and and you got to keep everything super secret. I, I can imagine how how frustrating that is. It's 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 pretty intense, man. There's you know these these folks look at it like these folks look at it pretty much like it's a um, a gift and. They want the whole world to open it up at the same time. You know, they don't, you know, any spoilers, any leaks. It's like, it's a, you know, it's very, very super um, offensive to them personally, not just legally. So, yeah, it's, uh, it can be uh, frustrating, you know, if you think about it. But honestly, after signing NDAs and then going through it, you don't want to spoil it. You know, it's, it's not, it's not as hard as people think it is. Right. Well, we can talk a little bit about uh, Infinity War because it is out. Uh, mm-hmm. Was it? Was that a? I imagine that was pretty fun to do. Uh, yes, it was a, actually a fluke thing. I wanted to get on it. They had luckily they had a few more uh, about two or three more weeks. A friend of mine had let me know they had two or three more weeks of filming, so I jumped in. Was told I was going to get a featured part. Just a little. It wasn't nothing big, but it was featured for. For what it was, because I, like I said, I was just trying to, I wanted Infinity War for the resume, you know, in the beginning, it's like, I've got to get on this thing, Definitely. and so, I, I, I did, and then I was told that, well then, I had this, I had an, an extra day added, and it was just a pedestrian role, they put me right in front, I said, I cannot be right in front, I have a feature thing coming up the next day, and so they're like, okay, we got to get this guy to the back, you know, he's just a filler, we can't let him be seen until he's worked tomorrow, I was like, yeah. So I go to the back, 
can't see anything. You know, I mean, I, I've seen it once, and I was so into the movie, honestly, I, I wouldn't have been able to spot myself if I wanted to because of the movie itself. Um, but next thing you know, the, the, the next day, it got canceled. But I guess they didn't, you know, production decided they didn't need that scene. And so I could have been right there in the very front, but I chose to be in the back, so, you know, for Kant to help, you know, to actually help the film out, I hid my, I wanted to hide myself so I couldn't be seen, so I could be seen the next day. And sure enough, it got canceled. So, you know, I, it was a missed opportunity, but it was, it, there was an opportunity waiting, so you never know. Right. Hey, man, this is Jerm, by the way, at this point right here for a second. I just got a quick question for you. Going back to talking yeah. about what, you know, you just said about, you know, your scene not working out and everything. If it had have worked out, do you think? Because you know, you never really see in the movie what happens to anybody except for the superheroes, you know. Uh, but as far as the rest of the world's population, do you think your character would have been one to survive, or do you think that uh, Thanos might have got him? You know, if we're going back to like comics and everything, there there's a few more powerful superheroes than Thanos. And if we're going to really get off in this direction, I mean, technically the first of three for the beginning of the end um, of the normal MCU that we know of, you know, um, in my opinion, I, I, I've, ne I've never saw anything that would, they're so good about what they do when they make, when they make movies, not like everybody's so good. Their own characters didn't know what happened to the other characters. You know, they kept it no one, unless you were just happened to be on set. And sometimes, even though they looked like they were together, they weren't. I mean, it's like they kept everything so secretive that nobody hardly knew anything about anybody else, even though they were all stars. Right. And like you don't know who's going to die, who's going to make it. But. Right, I mean, because they left so many loopholes in that for possibilities for the next movie that is crazy. Right. But, uh... It's, yeah, the, but, the, you know, the, 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 the three movies to end what we know as a normal Marvel universe that we live in now, it has to it has to come to an end to in a way to, to introduce all these other characters. And you know, if you know there's comic books still made later of those same characters that supposedly were gone, you know. But it, if, I, if I'm not wrong, I mean, I don't know the entire story just so well, but based off the comics, but I do know that it's not just because the ones that are gone are gone doesn't mean that they're actually gone. You know, we're talking about time stuff, like warping and twisting time and reality. Yeah. I mean, you have, you know, a snap of a finger and all these stones working with him. You know, it's like, that doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a reality or real just because we saw it. Yeah, exactly. There's too much left to happen and too big of characters that got taken out especially considering that we have, you know, another Spider-Man movie coming out or being started to be filmed soon. So they'll have to explain, I guess you'd say. I mean, so many people left there devastated and, you know. Right. They got to fill in blanks in a lot of different places. Exactly. Did you get to meet any of the uh, cast, the big, you know, the big cast? No, people? no. It was, uh, it was pretty uh quick cut and dry now the next day I, I may have you know yeah um the, it you know being canceled it's it was all true yeah i understand that now 
when you filmed, did y'all film in Atlanta? Because I know part of that movie was filmed in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, most of everything that I've done has been in Atlanta. Um, you know, different studios and um, different locations, sometimes never even a studio, sometimes just a location. And, um, you know, I, I enjoy going to studios because it's kind of iconic to see, especially some of the names. But... Uh, in a way, I, I, I enjoy the location set a, a little more. Just you know, it's a little less choreographed. Yeah. You know, it seems like, and then you really get to see the crew work, like this colony of freaking you know super steroid ants, and you know, in this one dance like a machine, and it's it's crazy. You know, you really see how good a, a crew is when they're when you're just on a location as opposed to in a set studio they're used to, sound stages, you know. So, yeah, I enjoy kind of the location a little better on that, too. Yeah, I'm really glad all the all the stuff's happening in Atlanta now. It's really good for the Southeast, and it's real convenient for a- actors and actresses that are from this area. They don't have to fly out to Hollywood every time to, just to get a gig. They got stuff that's within driving distance. Absolutely. I mean, you know, but it's also a way you can make your name. Um, for now, and though there, there, cause there's still many opportunities in Atlanta for people like me or anybody else, you know, trying to do this and um, making a name for yourself in Atlanta and, and building a good resume sometimes can get you those plane tickets to get out there, you know, because it's on them. Right. They're 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 footing the bill, you know. They want you out there. They've seen what you can do, so they're like, you know, hey, let's get this cat out here. Let's let's uh, you know. Even if it's, you know, just for a callback, you know, a lot of times, you know, I'm sending in auditions just through a, a quick recording from my phone in the middle of the mall. I go find a, a blank wall behind me because, hey, I need a, I need a quick uh, monologue. Send me something. Right. Like, okay, okay, you know, and I may have already sent one in. This could be the second time. Hey, do something else. Improv something else real quick. And do a little more of this. Have a little more aggression. Okay. You know, so it's, I could be in the middle of just a random day out with the family and, and uh, you know, I'm sending in something like this and I walk back out and had my my sub or Euro and like nothing ever happened, you know. And so it's, they, these people still want the line actors, even though, you know, we're, we may be a couple thousand miles from them, you know. It's, they're seeing what, they're, what the Southeast is putting out and it's obviously doing pretty dang good, so. Oh yeah, for sure. And I, I like the the snowball effect and, and watching that kind of take place. Uh, for example, you get a good role in in a well known movie. Well, then that kind of lends itself to getting noticed for the next thing. And then the next thing you know, there's the demand for the appearances, like the cons and stuff like that. And it just kind of grows and grows and grows and feeds itself in a way. Well, it, it, and that's exactly what's happened to me, man. Uh, I mean, super blessed in so many ways. You, you, I can't even, you know, explain it, but it started just basically from a photo shoot for Banana Republic with uh, Atlanta Falcons quarterback, Matt Ryan, and he had, um, you know, it, it was great, it was, you know, did a good bit of networking. Next thing I know, I'm being called, I'm going, I'm watching, you know, I had to catch up on Walking Dead because I had, I was already booked for it, and I, had, I wasn't even called up, so I'm like, Okay, then it, you know, it, it kind of snowballed, like you said, and I mean, that's exactly what's happened now. I'm, 
I'm currently represented by three um, agencies, and it, it's it's really crazy. Um, one in particular, Valenti Talent, uh, so Matthew Ashley, celebrity artist, his wife. Yeah, Kill Pop yeah, Culture alumni. Yeah, so he is, he's, uh, they're both just great people, and um, she bust her tail, you know, to get you out there. And, you know, it was great. I contacted them, and they were like, absolutely. And she doesn't carry a lot of clients, so it's super focused on you. Well, and I get an email the other day from uh, Beast Within Productions, which is Darth Vader, Spencer Wilding from Rogue One, and Stacey Williams' company. And I am one of their talents now, apparently. We uh, we've had our couple, uh, conference call the other day last week and kind of ironed out all the details and so um i it's, it's been a pretty good trip to go from you know doing a little photo shoot and then it up being with a quarterback to you know having Darth Vader be interested in representing you know to book you for cons that he's actually you know attended himself from the same company that is awesome yes oh. sir that's, that's brand new news, by the way. I haven't even posted that anything about it. So uh, <laughs> exclusives. I love. I love exclusives. This is a super exclusive, <laughs> yes, sir. Well, congratulations on that. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Thank you. Of course, we got to talk Walking Dead for a minute. Uh, you've. Uh, have you, were you three different saviors, or were you in the same character in multiple places and times? Same character, but being pulled both ways, technically, by the two. The two dogs, the two top dogs, you know, Simon and Negan. Um, um, I'm Simon, I mean, I'm Negan's savior basically in the beginning where uh, my first episode was where we were right there at the gate with Carl, you know, while he's trying to get Negan to kill him instead of everybody else, no one really knowing he was bit yet. So that's my first scene was him at the top of that gate asking Negan to kill him. Oh, wow. Cool. And um, yeah, so and then went from there to uh, um, to being uh, Negan Savior again. But then I was Simon Savior, and we were uh, we were in. It was when Rick had T-boned Negan, and they were in. He was in the uh, the black dot, the car, and so um, was, we went. You know, Simon and Dwight had went to go find Negan to see if they could find him. Well. That's where we kind of really got close. There was a, a certain group of us that were pretty much, you know, picked that day where we were going to stand later um, when the, when Simon actually turned. So when he turned against me. So then I was a bow saver for Simon, and we attacked Hilltop. And um, that was a pretty good, and got a cool little behind-the-scenes footage of that, you know, and it was... That was a great, it was a, a really long night, but it was a really good night. And then I was assi- I was there with Simon again, I mean, Negan again, but you can't really see me. And one one scene that was in this episode, I was in multiple scenes, but I never even posted it on social media because it was like, I mean, I was just, you know, random guy in the background, but there was only four saviors. It was when Simon, I mean, uh, Negan actually came back to the sanctuary that night and showed up and... It, you know, it was kind of a, nobody had seen him yet. And he, you know, he had just been let go. Um, Jadis had just released him, you know what I mean? And he made his way back. Yeah. 
And so it's um, it, it was really cool, you know, how that kind of played. But then at the very end, I'm Simon the trader with Simon, and uh, there's only five of us that was walking with Simon. But you know, when he hits little speech, he looks he looks at, you know at all of us, you know. I'm at the end of the line, and he looks at me three times. But every but what he's saying it was what was important. It was if you're here, you're in. Sure, there. You know, I think it was like something like there'll be some adjustments. But if you're here now, you're in. Yeah. We were the ones that were traders. We were the ones that were turning, and we were gonna make this happen. We we're gonna make the move until the white gets the signal. He done, you know narked on Simon and you know <laughs> so that was all over at that point we were shot in the head <laughs> yeah. what was your death scene like filming uh was that pretty trippy well it was it was it was good it wasn't you know sure it wasn't getting your face bitten off you know by a walker but um it was okay it, I was fine with it because of who all was there yeah. who all was present at my death you know from my view when I was on the ground, I looked up, I saw Negan, Simon was being held by, by two people. Um, there's Dwight, there's Gregory, and they're all sitting there chilling. And it's like, you know, like doing their thing, you know, they're acting, they're, 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 it's just awesome to watch them work, you know, so we actually got to, you know, I, I had a, a front row view, man. And my death was, was good for me, if it wasn't for anyone else. It, it, I, I honestly, that has nothing to do with what it meant to me. Right. What was that like, as far as a, a from a, an effects perspective? Like, what, did they use a lot of uh, practical stuff? Was it kind of CGI'd or like how did they? Did it was they all make CGI'd. Up? We just dropped. We just dropped. Okay. However, we had real guns. So it was uh, the one kid had a uh, a rubber shotgun, but. Other than that, I mean, my gun was was a real gun. It was my gun through the whole season. Um, it was also used by a couple of other, the main cast in a few episodes earlier in the show. Um, the and if you you can pretty much go back and look, but the guns that I have, what I'm standing right behind Negan, is one of the same guns that Carol has a lot through the beginning of the the, the show's life. Oh wow! So you'll yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So. Um, but that was, you know, it was my gun numbers. I'm not going to say out loud. I, I know the serial number, and that was mine. And it was always cold and clear to me by the props. And they were super, super safe. I'll put it that way. It was there was no overkill at all. It was all worth what they did. So, right. um, and you did some archery stuff too, as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah, and I've, and I've shot bow and arrow most of my life, so um, it, it was kind of easy. But everything, the arrows, CGI. Yeah. <laughs> there were no arrows. We had a few arrows in our hands, but, but there were no arrows. Did you dry fire? Did you have to dry fire your bow? No, you didn't even pull the string back. Wow. Huh. That's interesting. You mimic the pull back, pull to the cheek, aim for a second, release, pull back. See the cheek, aim for a second release. And they CGI'd it in and used clips to fill in the actual look of it. You actually can't even tell that either. Like, it literally looks like you were actually shooting the arrows. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it, it was legit on their CGI part. You know, it's filmed in 16 millimeters, so it keeps it where the CGI doesn't cost near as much to do. 
and it's it's also uh, you know a little, uh, it doesn't cost as much and it doesn't take near as much time. So you can and you can kind of get a little more detail, make it look good, it matches the film, so it looks legit. Yeah, and I'm sure it's a lot safer too. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, insurance that's the thing. It. You can't just be you can't be firing tons of arrows over into the other set, even if there weren't anybody there. You know, it's like that's it's just not practical. <laughs> that's another thing about acting that I think is really cool, and I think would be fun and interesting is, like you said, you had background in archery and you already knew uh, a lot about it. But like, if you took on a role of uh, if something like I don't know, you were going to be a dancer, and you that's a skill that you would have to kind of brush up on, so that you could transfer that to you know make it look believable and legit. If you didn't know how to fire a bow, I imagine you have to you'd have to brush up on your archery a little bit to make it look legit. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, go back to the movie Crossroads in the eighties. Ralph Macchio. Yeah. He played you know Panini's song at the very end and the classical music to win back, you know, the uh, soul against the devil's, you know, top guitar player, and um, which ended up being Steve Vai. Um, mm-hmm. Ralph Macho played a part of him, supposedly, but technically, all he did was mimic the hand fingerings, the movements, the gestures that Steve Vai taught him. So, Macho never played any of the notes. And any of the close-ups, you see where Ralph Macho is actually jamming that guitar, that's Steve Vai's hand. That's what I so he, kind of thought, too. Right. Yeah, so, you know, he can't play guitar like that. That's, there's, you know, not many people you could even put up there with Steve Vai when it comes to him. So I'm sure other people can mimic, he can mimic, but Yngwie, Vai, you know, Petrucci, Satriani, you know, you got these iconic guitarists that are, you know, and even the ones that are gone, from Dimeback Daryl, you know, to um, Randy Rhodes. I mean, there's there's some guitarists, you know, that you just are irreplaceable, and Vi is one of those. You're absolutely right. right. Um, I know you said earlier that you've been playing music since you were a child. At what point in your life did you decide to do the acting thing? Was it that during that photo shoot? It just kind of happened? It just kind of happened then, man. Um, I talked with a, I met a guy at a uh, at a comic book store, and he inspired me, man. And it just it lit a fire under me, and you know, I from that point I just I can do this, man. I've wanted to my whole life. You know, I've always been an entertainer. Um, I've I've just a, a, a big, you know, I'm a nut, man. I'm a goofball. I like to I like to have a good time and and cut up. So it's I was always wanting to be the center of attention or, you know, the, um, the life of, of the party or, you know, the room. So I want to, I'd like, I've been doing this my whole life. Let me just go see. Let me just try. Yeah. I mean, what, what all they can do is turn me down for something I don't currently have. Right, right. <laughs> and that was it, man. So I just took a chance and I said, you know, I, I'm, Give a hundred percent, you know. Don't don't do it halfway. If you're gonna try it, try it. And then if you don't make it, you can say, "Well, shoot, man, I, I kind of gave it a valiant effort." You know, I did pretty good. I tried. Right. And if you you know, but if you don't, you always look back and say, eh. "So luckily, you know, I, I've stayed with it and um, got very lucky with some of the roles I was handed on the gifted." You know, I thought it was gonna be a cattle call. It was not supposed to be featured. I got pulled to the side and said, "Look." Well, 
you're going to be the guard. I said, what do you mean? He said, you're going to be the guard that carries Dreamer to her death. And I said, are you kidding? He's like, no. I said, dude, I got a beard. Because I couldn't shave it for Walking Dead, you know, keep continuity with them. They even Marvel kind of got mad gifted. They were like, we said we were supposed to have a clean guard. And I said, I've got a contract right here that actually shows that, you know, you would keep print it up and let me keep it. And they said, okay, well, that's fine. Since we do, you're right. Okay, so they trimmed it up, and then they end up getting chosen for that. So you never know how things are going to play out, man. But I, I told them, I said, I can't shave my beard because I wouldn't do that to you guys. You know, I don't want to do it to them for you guys. Right. So, and I'm sure they respect it, it, that. I'm sorry. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not sure they. Re, I'm sure they respect that. They did. In the end, they they did. That may be what actually got me the role. You know, just kind of um, being straight up with them and not wanting to. Even though, sure, I would. I, I'll do whatever they want. And they know that people are usually just going to bend over backwards because of what they do, and they want the. They want everybody wants the role, right? So, it. I. I but I, I did not see how they would really continue, like, kind of press it if I told them that. I felt like maybe they, they if they didn't like it, that's one thing, but they would at least understand it. Right. Are you into comics? You mentioned meeting somebody in a comic book store. Uh, do you, you... Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I love comics all my life, man. Um, big fan. I've, um, it's always been a pastime for me, really, but, you know, I... I would get into one character, and I may read the same book four or five times, you know, as opposed to reading many different books, you know. So I, I kept it, I kept it just to certain characters, certain stories. And man, there was times as a kid I'd get off on crosswords. I wouldn't even read a comic book. I'd just do crossword puzzles for months. And I was the dorkiest little kid, but it was, and I enjoyed it. So it was, <laughs> it was my thing. No one really questioned it. <laughs> Are you still like? Are you still into collecting comics and reading comics and stuff too? Uh, no, not anymore. There's, um, I've kind of gotten off of the out of the realm of the comic collecting. Um, now it's more my love of collecting is collect going places. I, I'm I'm want to travel, you know, with the family and 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 collect that things from where we go or just the just the experience itself. And um, though I can't look at it on a shelf as much as I can, you know, a book, but it, the books don't touch what this gives me. So that's, that's been my, my love of collecting recently, man. You know, especially after traveling so much and being gone all the time. When I'm home, it's, it's, that's what I, I really get into. It said on your IMDb bio that you aspired to one day gain a degree in astrophysics. Is that for real? Uh, absolutely, man. Um, I have uh, I've always had a love of space and numbers. It's kind of been my thing. I mean, you know, forever uh, growing up, it's like you feel like you know everything. And then as I've gotten older, the more I've learned, I realize how, how stupid I was when I thought I knew everything. Um, so, so you know, coming out of my twenties, my party days, you know, it's, uh, I, I really started focusing on some of the things that are just got my attention I realized okay these things really grab my attention when I see something about them on on TV or um, on the internet you know that's what's drawing me so I, I kind of started focusing on it in my late 20s and um, I thing you know I go back to school uh, I, I really start focusing on, on the math and 
I got so deep in the, I guess, into the math and, and into the uh, the degree itself, like wanting, like wanting it, that I, I realized actual physics was end up being like the the final the final stage of my journey. So that, that's um, no, there was like there's no doubting it. And I thought about you know planetary geology or anything, you know, just other other things, but nothing really got me as that's, that's actually crazy because like I can remember being in high school and absolutely hating physics and you're taking it to a different really? level by doing astrophysics I mean that's a whole totally different thing oh yeah man <laughs> yeah. Well, look, physics I, I mean it's it, but I, I use it every day and I see people using it every day and even though they say oh I hate math I hate to take that I'm like you just totally use geometry or trig the entire time you were sitting there doing that job yep. you don't hate it you just don't you don't understand that, I mean that you've already got it you know what I mean just you've already got it whooped you just you need to you need to learn how to apply it right and once, you, once you've got that man you can recognize formulas that fast it's it's like another language you see you just see things totally different exactly um, there is no how does that work there's well there's several ways we can make that work <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Um, do you have any kind of plugs for like any uh, websites? Uh, I know we got your IMDb. Uh, you got your Facebook or any Twitter? Yeah, Twitters it's just, or... just my Facebook. It's a real shown South. Um, that's that's pretty much it, man. I, I've uh, I got hacked on Instagram, so I let it go. I'll probably get it back after I get some information from uh, Instagram because that was they they were absolutely certain that. I had been hacked, so I mean, it, it, it kind of sucks, but um, I was getting really crazy messages, and, and it was um, some threatening ones, too, so, and it was not always in English, so, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, 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 I got rid of that so we could, so I could maybe start fresh again, and I'll try to put that out there for everybody um, at Facebook to go over there and just start following, too, so. Awesome. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. IMDb and the into Facebook as of right now. Uh, I'm planning on I got someone that is, you know, willing to help my my wife. So I think I'm just gonna let her handle, you know, the Facebook, any of the social media, any of the bookings, and as far I mean, they'll go through my agents, but it'll be, you know, when they they want to find out if I'm available. If you know, when someone requests me, then she can. She'll be the one to be like, yeah, he's available. Yeah, right. I might as well just go ahead and handle the, you know, hand the reins over because, I, you know, I, I yeah. stay so busy that there's keeping up with that on top of what I'm just doing. It. I mean, it, it's more than a full, it's three full-time jobs. Yeah, that's that's what I was fixing to say. It sounds like that's a that's probably a smart move to make because, as busy as you seem to be getting, that's probably what you know you need to have happen. Well, I didn't want to think that at first. I didn't want to accept it. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I feel like, I don't know, I don't feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm there, I guess you'd say. But at the same time, it's like, I'm, I can't go by that. I got to go by, like, literally, like, reality right then. Like, how busy am I with this? Right. Um, okay, well, if it's, if it's obviously getting too busy tonight, it, I can't look at it a certain way just because it makes me feel better that I don't want to, I guess I, I just want, I want to stay grounded. I don't want to, I, I don't want to get a big that. head. I don't want to feel like somebody. Um, well, and I learned that from like, some good guys, man, um, in the business, a few that you know. I mean, 
it, it's just I feel I feel like that's the one thing. Like if I can just keep that mentality, man, that, I will I'll connect better to fans and. You know, they may not even be a fan of mine or ever know of me, man. And I get that. I, I'm I'm not known of like other folks, but I've been in stuff that they love, hey. and I've met people. Ever, you know, my wife, she'd been in a job before, and there, there's been people that literally just touch her shoulder and says, "I've touched somebody that touched somebody from Walking Dead," and walk off. Right. You know, I mean, it's funny. It's, you, it's crazy. <laughs> we, we've done some stuff with the band. You know, some some big stuff over the years, and. You know, we're we're proud of what we've accomplished being small town guys and you should be too. Yeah, well I am, man, you know, and it, it's more of a thing, It's humbling, I guess, than I am proud of it. I mean, I am happy, you know, that, hey, yeah, there's not many people that and no one I know around here, but uh, a couple people that's been on maybe walking dead around here. Um and actually uh Sasha was from Russellville, which is only, you know, a few miles down the road from here, so yep. Michael Rooker uh, from Jasper, Alabama, which is just down the road from here, technically. Yep. I mean, um, so yeah, it, it, you know, it, I'm not real. I wouldn't say I've, I've, I don't feel more proud. I feel more uh, just. I'm thankful I, that it was me. <laughs> I got you. You know, <laughs> it's humbling. It is humbling. Well, man, we appreciate you taking time to talk to us and call in, and uh, man, no worries. Look forward to seeing you again. Maybe you'll be back at Horicon this next year. Maybe we'll get some more snap pops. Oh, absolutely, man. I'm, I, I plan on going um, one way or another. So uh, I'll be at a few of the conventions there. I'm, um, I, see, I, I actually have a couple more I need to announce, but I was just waiting. I was waiting actually for a better uh, uh, time to post it, you know, when the, the hits will be a little bit more um, and people will be on. So yeah. I was just kind of goofing around with some different posts, but... Yeah, um, if there's any that you see that, I, or if I see a view guys that you're going to be at, then yeah, I'll definitely uh, connect with y'all. And, yeah, there's uh, one in Muscle Shoals. Let you know, kind of let you know that I'll be there or whatnot. There's one coming up in Muscle Shoals in like November, I think. I, I think we're looking. Oh at yeah, that. that's that's you know Kevin, my buddy Kevin, that'd be his. Uh, I'm there, so I'll definitely be at that one. And then the, the Golden Triangle. Are you going to be there? When is that? What month? I can't remember. Maybe uh, August or September. That's what I was thinking. It was sometime in like the hottest part of the world. I mean, the year. They got an air conditioner. We'll be there. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing is as hot as it was at that furniture market. That first day we were setting up top end, banging all their pops and everything. Dude. It was so hot in that building. It was 98 degrees when we got in there. Yep, and it was four hours hot. later. It was four hours later. It was finally to 95. We were like, "Hey, it's going down." You know. It's, <laughs> I remember it being hot that yeah. whole weekend. Like it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, but it got it got better. I mean, don't get me wrong. When it first, like we were we were in bad shape. We were we we were sweating and just miserable so bad. But we had to get everything set up so we'd be done. We could go and eat and. I mean, it was crazy. I could not believe that they didn't get the air conditioner on the day before. It was it was about as bad as I've had in a while. I thought I was going to fall out, man. I drank like four waters for supper, and that was it. So, but, yeah, I remember when I talked yeah, to Go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, if, if, if we see, I mean, if we see uh, an event that we're both at, yeah, just holler at me. Let me know that you're there. If I see it, I'll 
I'll let you know. Pretty sure we're gonna be at that one in Muscle Shoals, but we might meet up. We might run into each other even before then. We could definitely hang out. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. Well, I guess that's go all we got. Or something, man. You guys, uh, you guys like go out and eat food and have a beer and stuff like that, or do y'all? Uh, I'm drinking a beer right now, know? my man. <laughs> okay. Well, I, you know, I, I don't always know who to ask, you know, or what to say because I don't want to be like drink a beer. Like, well, actually, we don't drink, or you know, and so I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, we're all we're all about uh, when we work, we work. When we play, we play. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, that sounds good, brother. Definitely uh, keep in touch. If, um, and I'll be posting some things probably this week about uh, a couple extra conventions that I'm going to. And probably also uh, about um, Beast Within. I'm not going to just throw... Spencer's name out there because he's supposed to be he's supposed to be making me a video where he actually speaks and introduces me. So I'm just gonna do the beats within and let people go look of who they represent mm-hmm. and and be that way. That way, Kevin, I'm not saying it, but you're looking at it and now. You know, you know that it's a step up from where I was at. <laughs> right, right. So, right. Cool deal. Yeah, be pretty good, man. But yeah, dude, appreciate uh, having me on and everything. And uh, maybe I won't sound like a complete dork. No, man. If I can make myself sound good on here, I can make anybody sound good. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Cool, man. Well, well I right sure appreciate on, man. you calling I'm gonna have in. A beer and a rib. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for calling in. You have a good evening, man. All right, you guys too. Be safe. All right, brother. Those new band shirts look awesome. Where did you get those done? At Anarchy Design. They do screen printing now? Oh yeah, they do professional custom screen printing at a very competitive rate. Well, where can I find them? Look them up on Facebook, facebook.com slash anarchydesign69, or email them at anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. You can check out some of their work on their Facebook page. When you're ready to order, you can send them your idea, or they can design it for you. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal is a non-profit organization. A level-headed team with a knowledgeable background who tries to explain and debunk not taking things solely as paranormal. They try to help their clients with an understanding about the paranormal. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal also gives back to the community by way of sponsorships such as this one, fundraisers for historical sites and individuals with terminal illnesses. They strive to make their team better and make a difference. You can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash shadowstalkersparanormal38821. They're ready to believe you. I don't remember what episode it was, but it was like you were talking like this, and when I hit record, and you went, and then we went to exactly. Oh. You were like, Mark, Mark, please struggle to get the volume right on this as I stop talking loud. I'm sorry. Like, you still aren't registering. This that is was me a normal talk. talk right there. Yeah, but look, this is me talking. Say something now. Something now. Okay, you barely. Something now.
You see that fat wave file? <laughs> you gotta go. You see that fat ass? You gotta go. That hey, fat hey! Shit, I just dropped on that. <laughs> Even your laughs are silent. <laughs> hey, my question is: Is this a thing now? For like, are we gonna are we gonna start doing all the outros drunk? <laughs> Probably. No, that's just it's so freaking dark. Like I want to go to bed. I mean, I mean, do I need to go get a tea light candle and hold uh, it in front of us? I need a freaking night light. You are here. <laughs> you are merely molded by the dark. This is uh, the Our first outro in the, in the dark. Outro in the dark. Outro in the dark. But the question is, are we are we going to do all the outros drunk, or is this just like a coincidence uh, that it was two well, in a row? I think the, the last one got a, I think it was received pretty well. Wasn't it? I, I I didn't get any complaints. I liked it. I thought we had a great interview. It was. Oh. Uh, it was very. I good. haven't heard it yet. You oh, haven't heard it yet. Time travel. Uh, spoiler alerts. <laughs> it was. It was very good. Uh, I appreciate Sean South being on the interview with us. Since I've got you, in a, as a captive audience. Uh huh. Aphony. Aphony. I need to ask you how our uh Spotalaga is doing. They uh, heard about the Spotalaga on the last podcast. Yes, they did. Right? Uh, we were drunk talking about it, so it's mm-hmm. only fitting that we drunk talk about it now. This is better. I understand now what you're meaning. Shut up. <laughs> you said you get sleepy. I lit a tea light candle uh, for you. Yes, it's getting better. I, I was actually meant to bring it over here tonight to put it on the kegerator, but I forgot it. So I'll bring it over here tomorrow and hook it up, get some CO2. But it still has to sit for a while, right? Or is it done sitting? I've done, done some. You did some calculations? Did you, run, did you crunch some numbers? And crunch some numbers. Where did that come from? When did people start crunching numbers, by I the way? I have no idea. When were numbers ever crunchy? Uh, and people said, we got to crunch some numbers. Beer. Or just in general. Why do we have to crunch numbers? I have no idea. We've been running the numbers. Uh well, I crunch the numbers. I prefer my numbers cheap. I, I don't know. Do you go by taste? Go by taste. Like, do you sample the beer and go, it's ready? Uh, it's ready. That's why they do uh, Jack Daniels. It's ready. Uh, there's that. people that get paid in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Just to sit there and taste it. To walk, to, well, not to walk around. They ride around in, like, golf carts and stuff. And they go to barrel houses, these huge warehouses of just barrels of Jack. And they drink them and go, hmm. Throw that one on the golf cart. It's ready. This is what we're the the reason why it's ready is because back when loggers were made, there was no equipment. They they didn't have all this fancy digital bombs, all this bombs and stuff. The they bomb had a you made cave, and so they put it in a cave, and that's what they used. Now they got we got all these other things, and you know. So how did you make a logger back before refrigerators? You put it in a cave. What did the cave do? Uh, well, it typically maintained a certain temp- same temperature year-round, so they would stick it in that spot through trial and error and leave it there until it was done. And they stored it there. They just left it there until... I mean, it wasn't, we have to leave it here this many months or this many weeks. They just said, hey, let's make this beer and we'll drink it this time. So they just left it there. Yeah. That's what they done. It wasn't lagers have to be stored for 6.2 weeks before you can drink it. How long has it been... Right now, of course, this will air in like two, maybe three days. But this weekend will be five weeks. Five, five weeks? 
Well, that's about right. You said it'd take about six weeks. Right. So. But we've, get, we've gotten spoiled because... Oh, yeah, two weeks we're drinking. Yeah. It's yeah. like we will literally be stirring the grains into the water, and two weeks later we're drinking yeah. the beer. Um, that will spoil you. I was The fermentation was done, and uh, from, upon reading stuff about lagers, it was like four to six weeks for the lagering process, which is going to put us at eight weeks on the beer. Yeah. Uh, looking at some other things like Brewlosophy. That's a podcast I listen to. and they kind Brewlosophy? Of, Brewlosophy. They take all these like... Brewlosophy. Damn, that's four syllables. <laughs> they take all You've these. got a four-syllable podcast. <laughs> you better be careful. You're, 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 uh, you're right there. They take all these right uh, there on the edge, my homebrew laws of the 80s. Like, you have to do it this way or you can't have a good beer. You have to do this or you can't have a good beer. And they break it. And they, well, they just test them. They don't not, then, uh, they just test, because things have come a long way since then. Yeah. So they test them to see if it's still, that's still the norm. And see if they can break some rules and make some new ones. Not break them, just make new rules. And the lagering is, was one of those things. So I went with their method. And that's what I've been doing. It's, it's crazy that it actually has been five weeks because it doesn't seem like mm. just a couple of weeks ago we actually brewed that beer. Right. Yeah. It, it, it was, yeah. But it was in the end of. Uh, it's actually in the end of April. Yeah. Well, since we're on the road to 100, there's something that I think we need to talk about. You need to talk about it. Do you, do, do you I, see I, what I, I did there? That. Do you freaking see what I did there? Uh, yeah. We need good. to talk about yeah, something. You ruined it, Mark. I'm ruining it by over. You're, you're over I'm overselling over, it. Over right. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but since we need to talk about it, we can go ahead and do it. Oh, I see what you did there. See uh, how I put you over and you shit all over my joke. <laughs> uh, I yeah. It's it, it's 100. I said that. I don't know when. You know, a long time ago. Whenever yeah. we made it, it's been over a year. So. I think. <laughs> It's getting close to what, like a year and. It's year. I don't. I have no it's idea. It's not quite a year and a half, but it's getting close. I think when you originally said we'll drink it at episode one hundred, I think my reaction was like, "We'll never make it that far." Uh, it was. It was a. <laughs> Nobody's gonna listen to this. Why would we do a hundred episodes? Yeah, but it was. It's, it's pretty long. And now there's a metery in uh, Chupalo. I found out that the other a day. A metery. That's called a metery, which is a weird name. I don't really like. Meadery. So it's well, like a nursery for meat. I thought you were saying meatery, like no, like like meat, like a meat market. That's what like like a market of meat. Those are called butchers. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't understand. Yeah. Why don't they call Why butchers meateries? Maybe you call it a meatery. It, I like that better. This is where we meet to get our meat, and we need to get our meat. That, so this <laughs> is kind of the meatery here too. So we're just meatery. We're metering. We're metering here. Wow. So who's a meter made? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. See, no. That feel flat. No. <laughs> is this thing <laughs> you on? you got to keep that now because it is, is. Is this thing on? Anthony going, wah, 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 actually pulled up and showed up. <laughs> I've been talking loud enough. I'm talking about You're a, You're boy. actually doing pretty good. You're, do, you're, you're doing, doing pretty right. good. He, he can uh, have to fight. He yeah. I, I mean, we can clean it here. He's screaming tomorrow. Bless, <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your heart. We can bless your heart. And we will. Your heart can be blessed. My heart can be, what am I doing with my beer? Hey, whoa. He went to get beer. Where's my beer? <laughs> you got a bottle of water over here. Yeah, you got some. That's from like two weeks ago. Yeah. Agua. 
beers behind no behind you on the ladder on the on the on the seat seat it should not sit on or step it should not do not step beyond the step step yeah that one do not step yeah hey you know i seen it kroger today at the beer store when i was getting some beer at kroger wait did you said you said again I'm did you see what I said at the beer store at Kroger? <laughs> yeah, well, there's is got, Kroger a beer store now, or if you I thought go they sold asparagus. I uh, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> That's what I bought. I was getting beer at Kroger, and they had Killian's Red. Really? Killian's Irish Red. Killian's Irish Red. Yes. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. You remember uh, Ruby Tuesdays? Uh, they used yes. to have it on tap. Mm-hmm. And the big old, big old glasses. Yes, sir. I have one of those. I don't know how I got it. I think that's where I was introduced to Sierra Nevada. I think Ruby Tuesdays willed it to me. They said, "Here, I think you can have it." I think Laura probably stole it for (laughs) you. That's what I think. And I'm not complaining because she stole some pretty cool shit from me too. Yeah, this is not legally binding, by the way. Yeah, like this is this uh, everything we talk about on the show is complete (laughs) fiction. But if we see a we cool make glass it up. and we Laura's are not got real beach bag purse with her, it's leaving with us. <laughs> so anyway, we got to drink some meat on a hundred. Uh, yeah, and we're working on our one hundredth episode throwdown, road to one hundred, yeah. and the throwdown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the the big finale. Because I was talking to uh, Big Johnny Blunder yesterday on the phone. And uh, I was like, man, I've listened. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I've gotten to, I've been listening to podcasts before, and they got to episode one hundred, and they're like, oh hey, this is our hundredth episode, and then just kept on talking like it wasn't even a big deal. I'm like, dude, that's a big freaking deal, and we love to party, and we always look yeah. for excuses to party. If that's not a good excuse to party, there's not one. It's, I mean, it's a milestone. Well, the thing is, most podcasts. Well, I don't. I don't want to say most. A lot of podcasts don't last that long. No, they don't last. They don't, don't make it to hundred episodes. And and I swear to you, I didn't think we would either. <laughs> it was just, it was just uh, one of those things where we started talking, and people hear- started listening. <laughs> Somebody's texting over there. Put your phone down. Oh, I see. I think I seen a booger hang over there. There. Oh, it's a bug. That's uh, what it was. You did I tell it? you about the booger hang last night? No. Can't even tell you about the booger hang last uh, night. You weren't here. If things keep going the way they're going with booger hangs uh-huh. in the studio, we're gonna have to have a paranormal investigation right here. We're gonna have to cleanse it. I know a guy. You know a guy? Yeah. I don't know any people. Shh. Like that's not louder than. <laughs> Have you seen that Twix commercial? What'd you say? Where he breaks the t- he breaks the in the library. T- yeah, he breaks the Twix, and she's like, shh, and he puts his finger up to her mouth, and he's like, shh, yeah. That's exactly what just happened. Yeah, somebody put their finger in my mouth. So, and I didn't so like it. tell Anthony a little bit about your booger hunt last night. I mean, it all happened so fast. I I don't know what to say. I know what it wasn't. I walked out of the bathroom, mm-hmm. and Germ was standing like right here, basically where I'm standing right now, and, and looking at the computer. But it was like in my peripheral vision. But it was like brooding. 
And I opened the door, and Germ was there. I was walking in. in. So I looked here, and there's nobody here. Well, okay, then. The secret is I have learned how to teleport. Well, here's the thing. You know, this is what this is what's funny. When it comes to, you know, Bigfoot, aliens, ghosts, people go, were you drinking <laughs> alcohol? Well, like, I literally... First of all, yes. Thank you very much. Secondly, I've never drank alcohol that made me hallucinate. No. <laughs> if you drink a beer and it makes you hallucinate... Well, they say it. You're drinking some bad beer. No. (laughs) The beer has gone bad. They actually say it can heighten your senses a little bit. When you're inebriated, you're more open to stuff. Yeah. What's happening right now? I think think I'm I'm being groped. I'm not going to say anything. It'll run, it'll run its course. It'll run its course. Just let it happen. Yeah. Hurry up. That's what she said. But, yeah, uh... Okay, now I'm distracted. <laughs> okay. Stop it. I saw him pick his leg up then. I was like, whoa. <laughs> but now people go like, hey, did you say you saw something? Yeah. Had you been drinking? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just people well, that... that you can works. drink alcohol and not hallucinate. Right. You should not hallucinate on alcohol. Mm-mm. Now, there's certain chemicals <laughs> that people take that make you hallucinate. Yes. But alcohol is not one of them. What is it with your ghost experience and the bathroom? Why is that? Was it? Is it? Is it a thing? You uh, literally yeah. came out of the bathroom and saw something. You literally came out of the bathroom the other time and, and hu- saw something. And it hooks. I don't yeah. remember that. Oh, it hooks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That was on a prior episode here too. Should I? I've never told that story on the podcast. So. Have you not? No, you should no. right now. Well, there's no time like the present. Since I brought it up, which Hux is notoriously haunted. Like. Very well. I don't, you know, I don't need no confirmation. I'm gonna say it is. Well, <laughs> yes. So anyway, we're at Hux. We're hanging out. We're doing our thing. We're drinking a few beers. Oh, I must have hallucinated because I was drinking over here. Was it laced with LSD? It, it was definitely laced with mushroom probabilities yeah so i go to the bathroom and as i'm walking towards the bathroom there's like another guy coming from the other direction it's like a hallway like a long skinny hallway if you've ever been hooks isn't it like downstairs you have to go yeah you gotta go downstairs to the bathroom well this other guy was walking into the bathroom before i got there from from my trajectory right (laughs) and i was like damn it that guy got there before I did. I got to wait on him. Because I really had to piss. I held it too long. Let's just be honest right now. Right. So, I'm, st- I'm standing there waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. A line's starting to form. I'm like, well, it's definitely a number two. Because this guy's taking his sweet-ass time. And finally, it's like, should I, you know... Hurry this guy along. Should I knock? Should I? I don't want to be rude because if I was in that guy's place, like I wouldn't want people, you know, people beating on the door while I'm trying to take care of my business. He may have had an upset stomach, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you get a hold of a, a maybe like burrito. a a a burrito or a mixed drink that just doesn't quite bubble well in the in the nether regions. And you get mud butt. And you. Get- <laughs> 
We're being what, way too descriptive. We're being way too childish. So anyway, oh, uh, hello. You're just going all around it. I think when I think when people click on whatever they click on to listen to this, the they they expect childishness. They want mud butt. <laughs> they don't want the nether regions is bubbly. Oh, now you're sure gonna rip on me. Okay. Chris five five. Here comes another roast. So I knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. That's the way it sounded. I didn't say it. I, I actually did it. You actually did it. Okay. You should not harden it. And I, I didn't hear anything. So I kind of like jiggled the handle and it wasn't locked. And I was like, I kind of just kind of opened the door. Nobody was in there. <laughs> Standing there waiting for nothing. Waiting for no one. Nothing. There was no one there. With a line behind But you saw With a line behind there. me. But you saw somebody go in there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, when I was doing the the thing where I was making fun of you in here. Yes. And the thing was flying around my head. Yes. That had nothing to do with the bathroom. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. That was true. What was I wearing? Your shirt or your wearing hat? wearing his jacket. You my jacket. You're I my put jacket. your hoodie on. Yeah. yeah and hoodie. I was doing that dance going, I'm germ. I'm germ. <laughs> I'm germ. I'm germ. I'm germ. <laughs> and then I sent it to Laura. <laughs> I sent it to all y'all. Yeah, yes. you sent it on a boxer. Yeah. And then y'all y'all voxered me back and was like, look at that thing flying around your head. Yeah. And there I didn't even notice orb. it. And there was an orb like flying around my head while yeah. I was making fun of Germ. Yeah. yeah. It would be convenient. <laughs> like, I don't want the studio to be haunted. Don't get me wrong, because I spend a lot of time out here by myself. <laughs> but it would be convenient for our Halloween stuff yeah. coming up in October if we could... Just do a whatever out here. That's the funny thing about it, though. Like, the Halloween season and ghosts do not always coexist together. You, you're you haunted, like, yeah. when you're haunted. It hey, look, be look, damn it. We only want ghosts on the time that they need yeah. to be ghosts. Like, I want more. They just need to, to be patient until October rolls around. The then we'll do them. And then when it comes to December... It's about Santa Claus. And Santa, Santa Claus, Claus has to be patient during the summer. Just yeah. like the ghosts are going to have to be patient during, you know, not October. Right. <laughs> but here's my thing. It's like you come out here during the week it's and time stuff by for yourself. It. Do you ever have anything happen when nobody else is out here? I mean, not really, no. Because Keller said he's had some stuff happen out here. He's not like it. at Joe's house when I would have to go up to the no, band room. No, Keller, I don't sleep in no, Kelly well, probably he sleeps too much. He's probably hallucinating. You never know when he's sleeping or awake or dreaming. Spider logger. So I want Mar to actually have a paranormal experience out here. I don't. Well, no, I do. I'm glad you want that. I, no, I do. I want it <laughs> where, that's not no, what I want. where nobody else is around. I want you to. What actually... about my needs? <laughs> While we're on the subject of uh, October, uh, all the listeners out there who uh, listen to the show know that. Uh, what we do in October, if they have any recommendations of uh, mm-hmm. any uh, Booger Hank ghostly places. <laughs> you had them until you said Booger Hank. Well, that's my word. That's, that. uh, he's got me started Hashtag. saying that. <laughs> Hashtag, Booger, Hashtag Hank. Booger Hank. Yeah, I mean, it's not that far away. What It'll be this? here before you know it. It's June. It'll jump up pretty quick. It's almost football season. That's what I'm happy about. Man, we're like 22 minutes into this freaking outro. Really? Yeah, we need to get the hell out of here. Did we accomplish anything? Yep. 
I've stood longer than I normally would on my day off. Yeah. You got some comfortable looking shoes In on. the dark. You made me blow it out. <laughs> my <because> God. <laughs> I had a candle for Okay, one thing, we've, one thing that we've realized is that Anthony likes light. I like light. Really? Yeah. Yes, oh yeah. I like light. Clip your little light this way where it's <laughs> like shining back on him spotlighting. Yeah. In the year 2000. You remember that? Yep. Do you remember it? I do. When they used to do that? On Saturday Night Live? No, it was no. Conan. Oh, yeah, it was on Conan. <laughs> yes. In the year 2000. 2000. You don't remember that? I don't. Oh my we God. need to do that on here. <laughs> we got to. From we now need on. to parody that. We're totally going to steal it. That's pretty good. You should yeah. do that again, like right now. Right now. I mean, <laughs> hey. Right now. I'm not in the moment. <laughs> but what year was it? The year 2000. <laughs> it was the year <clears throat> 2000. But you heard it before he said that. Yeah. It's been documented. All right, what are we going to say? Are we just going to jump off here? No, we have our is thing there, now. We worked it, on it last there, week. And we wrecked it last week. Yeah. Yeah. You we, go first, you go second, I go third. That's the way we do it. go first. What was it? Who's on first? I know. <laughs> but Anthony first. just said something like, "Uh, goodbye." No, you didn't. No, you did not. <laughs> Go goodbye. Tell him what, tell him yeah, it was worse than that. Actually, tell him what you said. See you later, bye. Yeah, that's even worse. Why? See you later, bye. Say oh, bye. Like a one word. That, that's like well, if right, you take somebody about the letter K. Okay. Say okay. It with a nutsy. Say bye. Say bye. Hashtag. See you later, bye. No. Say it slower. Say it like like this. Slow like down. This. Go like this. Go. Slow See you later. Bye. The thing is, it's one word. See you later. Bye. See you later. Bye. It's like alligator. It's like spider logger. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Alligator food. Yeah. See you later. Bye. He's not. Start, yeah. He goes second. I go third. All right. Here we go. Alligator food. <laughs> spider logger. No, wait. Spider Watermelon vacuum. I actually appreciate this story now that I know, like, Story. When you when you explain the spider logger thing, spider-logger. because Kelly was like yeah. fading in and out of existence, yeah. Because I've I've seen Kelly in that state many times, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mary. Where he's halfway between awake and not, mm-hmm. and he's just his brain he's is just firing. Like, just like blah, blah, like word salad, yes. Words, words salad. <laughs> with blah, blah, no blah, dressing. Salad shooter, blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> It's, it's the sweet one. He was just straight, <laughs> straight foliage. Straight foliage, no, no, no dressing. Oh. God damn it, put a ski. You cannot delete that now. <laughs> what? Yes. No. No. <laughs> God dang it, our listeners hate us right now. So uh, They like us. Hello. We've been talking for 25 minutes. So? This That's is the outro. Hey, this is what we do. The the most feedback I've got is us being silly. You know what feedback I get? What? Y'all are being silly. <laughs> yeah, we, we are. are. That's not a good thing. Yeah. It's always a good thing. It's a, it's a complicit. Uh, a guy at work, his first... Uh, First listen was the the last episode. Oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, hey, I listened to y'all. I have to apologize. Ass. I listened to y'all's drug asses. It's I would like to <laughs> apologize on behalf of the representatives of real pop culture. I would like to especially apologize to our sponsors because <laughs> they give us money for this shit. <laughs> 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 
was that? Lauren Sean over making fun of us. Alright, we're signing off. This is how we're doing it. I'm gonna say See you later, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> you guys damn it, do it right. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> Thanks for listening to Real Pop Culture. We're broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of Real Pop Culture headquarters. From the Killjay Ranch. Love you, bye. See you later, bye. Love you, man. (laughs) Did you fart? (laughs) Don't step on people. I didn't mean to. Are you stepping on his feet? Dog. No, I can't get this stop. Oh, it's not on that now. Oh, ah!